Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> <laughs> That made a very pleasing noise. Yeah, wasn't it? What a shot. There's only one way to beat them. Get round the back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller and Luke Moore is here. All right. Jim, God save our gracious queen. That's Jim Campbell. And that is Pete Donaldson. Yeah, right. This is what people who are not from England think that England football podcasts are about. Yeah. Let them we're think just it. Going, yes. We Let thought we were better than that, but Pete, we're not. Stuck it in the back of the net, so what were you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't had that feeling since we were in Naples, gentlemen. No. <laughs> that's the best that, that that's the best feeling I've had from an England goal. For, for, I think as long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. 
To be fair, Daniel Sturridge is against Wales. And yeah, that it's not was, the that same. Was, it isn't. It wasn't it quite was the great, same. But you know, we, papered the, over the, the cracks. The bubble hasn't been burst yet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so um, it was. That was as much fun as, as I've ever had watching England. Yeah. We, obviously, we had the the football ramble party. Thank you to those of you that came down. It was that atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I need to say, you know, very very sorry for the for the few people that uh, had to be uh, turned, turned away. away. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for your good grace, though. But Fire regulations. And, um, and very sorry to the venue that was completely trapped. Yeah. I was, it was stood carnage. on a chair for the first goal, and I got so excited, I punched the ceiling, mm-hmm. damaging the ceiling and my hand. But you're, but the sorry, ja- just my hand. I didn't damage the ceiling. Yeah. So now <laughs> yeah. they haven't got to worry about who it was. Oh, no. we'll never find out because it's two hundred <laughs> people. No, it's on record. No, they, they do know because the CCTV will show that it was the bloke who uh, who was dressed in the uh, the Japanese football kit. Yeah, yes, some some Japanese guy turned up and punched <laughs> yeah. the ceiling. Punched the ceiling down. Yeah. Um, I've just remembered. That we were, we were in the Ace Hotel. It was a brace in the ace. It was a brace was for Kane. And, and when England started Ooh. so quickly, and that's a, that's a hallmark mm. we've 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 learned to sort of uh, get used to with England on, uh, at the moment. Mm. Um, they they we said they they get they get caught up with sort of later in the game. They, they need to sort of they need to score early because otherwise if they don't make it count, it's hard to see they can keep up the tempo. And we scored early. We had so many chances, and the keeper. Mm. Um, who sadly had to go off injured, that made, was a, a, shame. made yeah. a brilliant save before Kane followed it up. Mm. Um, did you see Gareth Southgate, the video for Gareth Southgate on the bench? Yeah, yeah. where's Harry? It's there he is. Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then, of course, we get pegged back and you go into half-time thinking, well, you start off thinking, that's the best bet gone. Yeah. Because it was England <laughs> half-time, England full-time. Yeah, that um, was annoying. And and then and then we, we toil and toil and toil and you think it's going to go the same way as it's always gone. And I was thinking, oh, God, it's such a letdown. Yep. Uh, but we finally get on the oh, end yeah. of a good touch of fortune after what I thought, and you guys can come in on this, and maybe I'm being biased and I'll be interested to know what people at home uh, thought. But I thought that was by far the worst refereeing performance of the tournament by, yeah. by a long way. I watched it back this morning. Mm. The refereeing was genuinely very poor. For the first time, I have to say, not 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 notwithstanding all this VAR stuff, which I'm not going to get into, but just the pure refereeing performance, mm-hmm. I thought was very poor. And I thought England could could feel exceptionally hard done by had they not won that game. A lot think, of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. I think Harry, in the Harry Kane said that it was good that the referee let the game flow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it was excellent that uh, that England managed to overcome what looked what looked like that sort of adversity. We've we've seen that story happen so many times. We were hoping that VAR would fix these sort of things as well, and, and for for whatever reasons it, it didn't seem to last night. I don't think it was a penalty um, for Tunisia, and I also think Harry Kane was uh, was well, was wrestled to the ground twice, and, and and we didn't see it. But England just. Didn't worry about that. Just got on with it. Kept plugging away. I, th- I thought it was a fantastic performance from England. It was just I, beautiful. I, to did you think like not like there was a big good sort of half an hour in the second half where it was Sven Jorno Eriksson um, ponderous slow well, any kind of not really last... knowing where like there how, was to, a, how, yes. to, how there to, was to apply a... the ball. There was a real problem. No, they didn't was. have a ball playing midfielder who can actually mm. unlock a defence. But uh, but w- it, if we get out of the group, uh, which I think we probably will with that result because it was such an important one. I think yes. mm. um, we won't be facing teams who sit back so much, yeah. or maybe will. I don't know. We might face teams <laughs> that can hurt us. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, well, exactly. But, but they they overcame that. It was, mm. I there was a lot of impressive displays. Um, obviously, Harry Kane wasn't hugely involved in the game but he was clinical when we needed him. It was very much a sort of Harry Lineker performance yes. for him, which is absolutely what we <laughs> needed. Lineker's um, reaction was lovely in the, yeah. in the BBC studio in yeah. Russia. Um, um, Trippier, as well, I think, has been singled out for a lot of plays, and deservedly yes. so. I think everything he did was superb. He was England's most positive player. He was, he was absolutely fantastic, and I enjoyed Harry Maguire sort of roaming forward like a farmhand, yes. eager to prove he can plough his own furrow. My favourite mm. thing about the whole he thing... He looks like that as well. Very there much There was so. 
not one, but two lovely England pylons. We never mm. get a pylon. No, it's true. Now, admittedly, you know, the first one had it ended one all, it would have been disappointing, but the pylon, Jesse Lingard, leaping on top of it right at the end. Probably was, missed yeah. it, did he? Whee! <laughs> um, but, it, it, you know, the, the importance of the result can't be understated. And Gary Neville said that, that you can't trust England to recover from a bad first result and said, you know, I know that. He said, I used to be a part of the, the problem. Which I, I think it's a touch harsh on himself, but you get the picture. And, 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 the, and he said the, the media the next day had been negative headlines and so on and so forth. Yeah. Not just negative, they've been reported on what happened, you know, which was a disappointing result. And the same old deja vu feeling. And to be perfectly honest with you, when Tunisia scored and then Lingard, who I thought was actually unlucky when he hit the post. Yes. Uh, with that chance. When that chance happened, I had exactly the same feeling come into me that uh, I had when England were playing Iceland after about 35, 40 minutes when mm. I was watching the game and I just thought, England will lose this. Pegged. England will lose this too. They won't score again. And I just suddenly thought, ah, we're not going to score again. And I remember thinking, it's so disappointing because England had missed so many chances and mm. should have put the game away, really, in the first sort of 20, 30 minutes, you could argue. Yeah. And I, and I just sat there. And then in the second half, England were a bit ponderous. There was a lot of sideways passing. Tunisia looked, uh, as you say, Pete, they dug in and looked fairly comfortable. There was a few moments, but if you, if you know what I mean. And, and I just thought, this is, this is the same old thing. But when that goal goes in, you need a bit of good fortune. Harry Kane had been given the treatment on corners and so on. Unmarked at the back post. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Unmarked. I don't, I don't think the goalkeeper knew he was there. No. If, it, if it's a really odd goal. It, it, the it, goalkeeper's it movement. He didn't even move. It's strange. Yeah, yeah it was strange. And we will take it all day long, but but yeah. but England, I, the, 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 there are, you can spin this a number of ways. You can say, you know what, we bloody well won, good teams win, and of course if the Germans had done that to Mexico mm. and, and managed to, to grind out a win or even got a draw, you'd say, ah, well, they know what they're doing. But the, 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 the few concerns is, Tunisia looked more comfortable than England playing the ball from out the back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but, think, but, but, but you say that that's a fair, fair enough observation. <clears throat> but Tunisia aren't going, aren't looking to win. Aren't weren't looking to win. Tunisia had yeah. Tunisia had. Um, aside from the penalty, which I actually thought probably was a penalty um, at odds with Jim, but but that's by the by. It, Tunisia didn't have a shot on target the whole game. No, but I'm not. Talking, and, I'm talking and, about playing it out from the back. Fine. Well, I understand that. But you, 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 you that's fine. But they they had absolutely no ambition at all. They they looked. I thought they looked comfortable playing it out from the back for about 20 minutes in the second half mm-hmm. because England tired badly. Mm-hmm. And the reason England tired badly, I think, they yeah, were inhaling flies. Yeah, yeah. Well, they might have been. Yeah, <laughs> they might have been something to do with it. But partly because Marcus, <clears throat> England didn't make changes quick enough. The players I they've do got. The players they've got are um, are energetic, quick players. And if you get to an hour in, and that sort of um, it looked quite humid there, it was, yeah. the, the conditions were, were quite difficult. And you're the only team who is pushing for the for the win and pushing to to do. It. You need to you need to refresh people's legs. The reason they dropped off massively um, for twenty twenty five minutes um, is because England had to take a breath. They had to they had to slow it down, get their breath back, and go again. And that gave Tunisia an opportunity. I think it's no coincidence that they looked quite good because England, went, England right, and, 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 and also the subs that came on looked really good. So I mean, that's probably it's such a shame with the Rashford one when he, when Glingard <laughs> clearly gave him a shout. Rashford yeah. looked so annoyed after. But for me, a striker. I, I'd, have, I'd have just hit that because there's the chance you know yeah. although I suppose if you hear the shout but with, with, with the whole tournament though how many teams have actually played how you'd expect uh, teams like Mexico Iceland. have played well teams like Mexico <laughs> yeah. have played better than you'd expect uh, yeah probably Iceland but they got a result uh, of yeah. sorts uh, Germany have underwhelmed I think there's only really Spain who've played agree, as yeah. you'd expect yeah, and- um, but we, we played uh, we didn't play better than ourselves we kind of played 
sort of what you'd expect in that yeah. kind in those kind of conditions against that kind of football team. I, I, think, I, I don't. I think getting that win was so important, yeah. and it takes the pressure off the Belgian match. Uh, yeah. And it gives no us doubt. confidence. It gives us confidence yeah. because we we missed a lot of chances. We still come out and won yeah. the game. So those chances will not, will not automatically plan on people's minds. Mm. But if you said to me going into the game, England will start really fast. They'll get a goal. Um, they'll drop off in terms of their intensity in the second half, <clears> and they'll nick a win. I just said that sounds pretty realistic to me. Yeah. That's actually essentially, it's a bit more dramatic than that, but that's essentially what we got. I think England moved the ball very well. Um, I, I have a tactic when watching England, um, particularly when we're all watching England together, which is to effectively man mark Speller. Because uh, <laughs> if you want to see a pure expression of joy, it's watching, <laughs> watching Marcus see an England goal. And it I, should be on our I, uh, social media feed. Yeah, so it's all yeah. over the place. Yeah, so um, you, I remember you saying at half time you were worried that England weren't going to score, but I was confident that they would because they were crafting chances. chances. They were very positive throughout the game, mm. and I thought they passed the ball very, very well. There was a few times they were guilty of perhaps overplaying it yeah. from the back. Uh, John Stones had a had a hairy moment, didn't he? I think um, Jordan Pickford had a strange uh, strange distribution mm-hmm. uh, on on one one point as well. But I, I just felt that that is that was basically as much as you could realistically ask for from England yeah. uh, in an opening game, particularly having been pegged and then uh, then overcoming it. Sure, so, I, yeah, I think it's, it's I very think positive. Jordan Henderson looked good in that role. Yes. It will be interesting to see if if they were playing opposition that come at England because he did have a bit of space Bro. to play and so on. Yeah, and, well, um, and and so some of the passes he made were great. Trippier was a plus, and I, mm. but one big plus for me. Now this could be, this could be because maybe Tunisia are not that great at defending set pieces or whatever. But Michael Cox wrote a piece recently about about England lacking in 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 set pieces, you know. And obviously when Harry Kane, I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but the reason why Harry Kane was on corners is because he went to Hodgson and Ray Lewington in Euro 2016 and said, if you look at it, guys, I think I've only scored once from a corner all season or something like that. But actually, I'm quite confident at taking corners. He then started taking corners in training and was delivering fantastic balls into the box. And so that Hodgson and Lewington were like, oh, hang on, we've got something here. Because they didn't really have a, a particular corner taker. You know, in England probably haven't really had a good one since Beckham or, or maybe Gerard delivering we set pieces. We have, I don't know why, <clears throat> you know, we, we talk about certain players in the England side who, who like a dive every now and again. I don't know why we bother because we haven't got, we're not great at dead balls delivering wise yeah. anyway. I don't well, think. So, so, we are so now, that's what we are now with Trippier. So that's what, yeah. that's what old, old Coxie was saying. And, and, and so, so the, 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 anyway, going back to Hodgson and Lewington, they put Kane on corners and then during the games, it just didn't happen, mm, right. and they were a bit like, "Oh, yeah. what's happened here?" So, so that was the sort of that was the I, situation I there. But Cox said in the piece, sorry, look, but he said that England haven't had good dead ball uh, takers and free kick takers and, and corner takers, and and England both goals came from corners. England looked good from corners again, and mm. it is if you look at the statistics again in this this piece he wrote, the goals England have scored from corners in previous tournaments and how they've looked with Beckham at there and and so on. Actually, it's quite significant. So that is a real plus for me the way Trippier yeah. was delivering the ball right. the way England were playing Stones that mean great head a wonderful save from the keeper and then Kane gets the rebound yeah, I thought that um, that Harry Kane business was a bit of a red herring anyway I'm pretty sure Thierry Henry used to take corners for Arsenal no one no one talked about that um, England English weren't a very good team at that point the, 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 the comparison I wanted to bring to the table just purely because of the coincidence of the date I mean eight years ago to the day yesterday England played other North African opposition in Algeria at World Cup 2010 oh, who, who showed a similar level of ambition to, to, uh, to Tunisia and England were woeful they drew nil nil it yep. was awful it was what, it, arguably the worst game of England I've ever, ever seen yeah. and I would include the Iceland <laughs> game in that that was the nadir of boring England yeah and, Engl- <laughs> and England like, last night I mean 
you look at the stats and you look at how much they dominate the game. Look, it's not possible. We talked about this in context of, of Liverpool. I'm not saying England are as good a team as Liverpool were last season. But you can't play that nippy, pressing, quick game for 90 minutes. No. It doesn't happen. Mm. So England start off fast. They, they end, end up with about 18 shots throughout the game. They dominate position. They, they're much better in every area than Tunisia and they win the game. It's the first game of the World Cup. A couple of days ago, we were sitting there talking right. about France. It's the first game. Exactly, exactly. It's the first game. If, there's if, three points on the board. But if, but if Tunisia had scored from open play, would it have been a different, different situation? Well, they never made It's never going to happen. They never. They never shot on target. A couple of damning stats. England scored. Uh, uh, Stones on goal. Craig Ten. England scored more than once for the first time. Time in, in in the World Cup since that two all drawings against Sweden yep. in two thousand and six ten and matches in and the time. first time yeah Jim and the first time that uh, an England player has scored a brace in a World Cup game since Gary Lineker in nineteen mad that's a mad stat that is ridiculous and, and do you know what do you know what I, I it's hard to get the context of how good teams are and how well prepared they are at this tournament until we get into the second round of group games where we see oh do you know what maybe Tunisia will give Belgium a real run for their money because Panama looked terrible which we'll come on to if Tunisia look really great against Belgium you think well hang on they're quite a robust difficult team to break down and Belgium with all their players found it difficult you don't know the context of how good the result is um, until you get into the second round of group games and then the third round of group games but the important thing is England won the important thing is also there are improvements to be made, and I hope Southgate makes them. One, he's got to make substitutions earlier. He needs to identify when the players are tired mm-hmm. and they can't go again. Well, Ali had a and, slight injury. Well, I, he, I think. I think. They, just finish. So just quickly, he also needs to. Um, he also needs to make sure that if a player doesn't perform well or isn't playing as well as as well as he can be. He knows he's got other options. So what I'm thinking well, is... We haven't mentioned Sterling. I'd, yes, put, I'd, put, exactly, I'd put Rose in for Young, for example, with the Panama game. I'd think about starting Rashford. It may be at the expense of Sterling in that game too. And definitely rest Ali, Ali as well. Like If he's, if he's, got, if he's got a strain, why risk him for a game mm. that we could probably do? Win without him. Well. Yeah, this is where we're really missing Oxlade-Chamberlain. He's the only, mm. only option... Really, well, Loftus, aside from Loftus, Loftus, Loftus Cheek, was good when he came. Did you see, by the way, did you guys see that Peter Shilton called uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek Rufus Creek on the radio? I like that. The other day? <laughs> like Jonathan Creek. Yeah, Rufus Creek. Yeah, it took me ages. To, it was such a bad one. It took me a while to work out who he was actually talking about. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? In, in the game, the way Tunisia, and, and fair play to Tunisia, they, they did not wind up England, but they did were a bit niggly and, oh, and quite dogged and so on. And that's, you know, we talked about the Swiss doing that to Brazil. They have mm. to do that. And, and, you know, it nearly worked for Tunisia. They, they were unlucky, you know, in the context of it with the late goal. Um, but I just thought to myself, do you know what? Jamie Vardy would love a bit of this. He Isn't would it? love it. <laughs> they defended, defended oh, very behind, deep. Though, yeah. Winding the opposition up and all the rest oh, of right, it. That's I what I mean, the context of well, the yeah, game. He could get a red card, but yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but wait, I mean, he'd hardly ever get sent off. I, I can't remember, maybe one red card I can remember for Jamie Vardy, but I, also the pressing and all the rest of it, chasing around. You know, yeah, I, th- I thought maybe. that he could have been there, but I suppose Kane and Vardy in the same side maybe, maybe wouldn't good. But Southgate showed his joy, didn't he, when the second went in and then the fans <laughs> after the game uh, when he was celebrating with them. And it was wonderful to see that with, with Southgate because he's been so calm and collected. He had that moment of joy. And then back in the in the interviews with, with the press and so all the rest of it, back to the calm exterior. And he said, I would have been proud of the players even if it finished one all. He's making all the right noises again. Yeah, I, I th- I, yeah absolutely. And, 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 that, and that's been good. He seems like he's got a f- pretty firm hand on the tiller. It will be fascinating to see if we get to the stage where we play against a team, as Pete mentioned earlier, who come at us. Yes. Because we'll have to ride our luck because I don't think we're brilliant defensively. But if they leave gaps, mm. we should be able to exploit them. And I think it's really important that we come out with a win for obvious reasons, but also because all these chances that our players missed will no longer be preying on their mind and they yeah. won't be going, oh, if only this, if only that. It's like, if you, if you, make, a, right. if you make a big mistake in a game, so you score an own goal, but then you go and win the game 4-1. Yeah. 
I imagine you hardly ever think about that ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a key own goal that you lose a really important game, it's going to be on your mind for possibly forever. And, yeah. and we'll come on to the Belgian performance, but I think uh, the way that Martinez has them set up, I know they scored a few goals against um, poor opposition, but he plays Kevin De Bruyne very, very deep, and mm-hmm. he has to come back, uh, and Lukaku has to come back for the ball quite a lot. And I'd sort of go, you know what? I reckon England could could get a result there, and yeah. he, and it might not even matter. It might be a bit of a dead rubber, but. By that point in the, in the competition, but do you De Bruyne impression? No, <laughs> uh, that that is exactly where Jamie Vardy comes in, isn't it? Yeah. I really, really want to see Jamie Vardy score a goal for England at the World Cup. <laughs> Jim, can I, can I just say, just for clarity, Pete's uh, De Bruyne impression is very much a vocal impression, <laughs> not a football. He's doing it right now. Do keep you up. All right. Well, let's talk about Belgium and Sweden as well in the second half. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. James Rodriguez! Welcome back to the World Cup Ramble, everybody. Let's do a bit more in England. Yeah, a little they bloody bit more. well won. <laughs> 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 Still hate Stop the band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should say we are quite exhausted. <laughs> Pete, yeah. how gutted were you that England won? Uh, Pete was loving it. Come on. Yeah. Welcome back to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. <laughs> Starting the show again. Yeah. Oh, well, Not getting involved. Have you got a bit of correspondence there, old sport? <clears throat> no. All oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you, Marcus? Okay, yeah, fair if, enough. If I've got correspondence, mate, you'll hear about it. Sorry, well, Marcus, you thought Pete was doing his <laughs> job. <laughs> I'll, come at, I'll come at you direct, mate. The way you flick he's that Romelu Lukaku. He's only just found his glasses again. <laughs> yeah, yes. Thank you to Lord Rumble for finding my glasses uh, in a very. Uh, and then I had my light on my uh, my flashlight and my phone on uh, to look for my glasses. Cool, Lord cool, Rumble cool. found it. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then later on, uh, I didn't realise I hadn't turned it off. It was like a good two hours later. I just right. had a big light on my phone. We can talk more about that 
Or we can talk about Belgium. Let's talk about Belgium. Okay. I was trying mm. to restart Your decision. It. You wanted to sing like the England band. I was on. Didn't they get banned from the stadium last tournament? No, I think, they I might, think we I just think. campaigned heavily for it. <laughs> I think, I think that was, at one point there was an issue with their tickets or visas or something. Yes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. anti the England band. Mm. You want a part of it, that's why. Not yeah. necessarily pro, I'm not anti. Just let them live, let them be. I don't, we be. don't want to kill them. Let we them just want to <laughs> shut them up. Let them blow, Jim. Let them <laughs> blow. Certainly blow. Belgium beat Panama 3-0. It was a good win for Belgium. You can't deny Mertens with a lovely one. Yeah. They weren't up against much. Panama frustrated them heavily in the first half. I watched the first half. Yeah. Um, uh, with interest because they found it quite difficult to break them down which is mm. odd they had a lot of chances of course when you say it's odd I mean Panama they've got the game plan yeah. they got them to half time and then I thought absolutely we went to plan for Belgium well Mertens came in with that beautiful goal just after half time which settled them down and that was one of those goals almost like a Coutinho goal for Brazil it wasn't as good as that I don't think but it, it was like here's a piece of magic yeah. right we can all relax that's a bit. right yeah, and yeah. they did and, and obviously Belgium went on to win because Panama don't have an awful lot of quality I think Panama looked Several levels below Tunisia, <clears throat> personally. Um, but having well, said Tunisia that, are 21st, I think. Quite. Uh, you know, and so having, said that, Marcus, having said that, Marcus, England had more shots against Tunisia than Belgium did against Panama, and Panama had more shots against Belgium than, than Tunisia did against England. Impressive. So, so it's, not, um, it's not the be-all and end-all that they've, they've just rolled over Panama 3-0. Lukaku was obviously <laughs> a decent quality striker and was able to take his chances and all that kind of stuff. They've got so much quality, Belgium. But what it come, what it'll come down to for them it's how good their manager is when the going gets tough. For me, I think that we, I don't want to go over the top on England. I'm not necessarily saying this because it's England, but you find a lot more about a team when it's difficult than you do when it's easy. And it was difficult for England last night, and they came through it. Yeah. Belgium haven't really faced any real difficulty yet, so we don't know. I don't think we know enough about them yet. Sure, but then in qualifying, you know, they was they equalled the record for the amount of goals scored in qualifying. They've they've yeah, they're a dog of a group. Their group yeah. was horrendous. Sure, but they've they've entered the tournament and they've won three 0 And I know yeah. you can say it against Panama, and it is the first game. But but if you're Belgium. You are much uh, more relaxed yeah. about the tournament now. You're you're Job you're done. quite happy. Exactly. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not trying to spin it as some sort of poor result for them. No, I'm just saying, as I said earlier, you don't really know the context until you see a few mm. more teams play. A couple and, more and, times. and also a bit like Harry Kane, you know, Lukaku's up and running. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a huge plus. The way he took his second yeah. goal as well was beautiful. Very, good. very beautiful, finish, yeah. dink, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> Dries Mertens dived after seven minutes against Panama. <laughs> ben. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but his goal was a beauty, wasn't it? And, uh, you know, as, as I've been saying, I think it's just job done for Belgium. There's not really much more you could expect them to do from that. And did Lukaku en- was clearly trying to fill his boots against yeah. weaker did opposition. Did you enjoy they? the Kevin De Bruyne pass to Lukaku? Oh, for the header? you know, part of the, of the tournament, if, such, of the a, tournament? if such a thing is a. Okay. Yeah, and outside of the boot, like lofted assist. A loft, lofted cheek ball. Yeah, a, yeah. a, a Rufus. Creached, whatever it was. <laughs> Rufus Creek, yeah. Well, you know, Tunisia are 12 to 1 to beat Belgium next time around. Uh, so £10 on that will return £130 a clean mistake. Should they surprise the big boys? I think Tunisia might, might, might sort of frustrate Belgium in quite a big way. Mm. Yeah, in the way they frustrate England. But now, you, know, you know what really will play against us, though, in this group is the fact that Tunisia now need to win against Belgium, realistically. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have to... I mean, they're either going to just stink the place out for no reason and go home anyway, or they're going to mm. try and win. Yeah. And if they go and try and win, there's a chance they'll get picked off. That's true. That Shame is true. But, but it's a good, win, a good win for, for, for Belgium. Don't Make no bones about it. Shame for, for Panama, of course, who picked up five bookings. Um, the, the, the Panama manager, Hernan Dario Gomez, played down suggestions they were a dirty side, saying, we do not try to hurt anyone. We have good intentions. Mm. I think, well, you know, they're just a bit... Um, 
Limited, limited, slower, aren't limited, they? Yeah. Than, than I, the I did enjoy their uh, the, when they they sung the national anthem. The manager oh, yeah. and the players they looked so emotional. The support the, was beautiful. Yeah, when the national anthem was being played, and and without sounding patronising, and they'll probably get a point off England and mug us all off. But <laughs> um, you know, it is wonderful. These stories still exist absolutely. in football, Marcus, yes. and it's not patronising because it's absolutely legitimate mm. and valid to say that for some teams, some nations. Qualifying for the World Cup is massive for them. Yeah, cool. but anything above yeah. that, you know, Panama aren't coming to this going. Oh, we want a quarter final here. Yeah. They're thinking we're delighted to be here. We've qualified mm-hmm. in a group with some good teams in it, and we're now playing against teams like Belgium and England. Yeah. And it's massive for them. And they're get, at the party. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. it's a national day when they qualify. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Right. And get and, and this is the first World Cup. Get the first World Cup done. Get a taste for it and go, right, we want more of that. Yeah, and look, at, come back. look at a side like Costa Rica, who've got a little bit more history, of course, in the competition than their, their neighbours, Panama. Yeah, they're a mainstay. But, you know, last quarter-final for crying out loud. You know, who knows what Panama could do in the future? But it, it's the inspiring of younger generations, all that kind of chat, and so on and so forth. Um, and, and who knows? They, they could get their first uh, World Cup goal against old England. Also, one of, one of the things <laughs> I think has been really, really interesting about this World Cup is, you know, we've, we've all been saying like a lot of the bigger sides have sort of stuttered or haven't perhaps been as quite as dominant as you'd expect Belgium aside and I wonder if that is because if you look throughout the teams there are pretty much in every team Panama aside really they play in top leagues you know even Iceland we know all about Iceland's population they've got Premier League players in there like it, the, yeah. the, it is levelling out Saudi you know, Arabia don't yeah Saudi Arabia would be yeah. another good example but even they've tried to rectify that haven't they with a, yeah. lot, a lot of loan moves before yeah. it so it, it isn't quite as uh, quite as mismatched as it has been yeah. in the past and it's made it really interesting well I think all the Swedish players play outside of Sweden or certainly most of them do anyway but Sweden did beat South Korea uh, of course let's move on to that group not a classic no not I mean, a I classic think, I think it was the first proper end to end, start to finish kind of stink yeah <laughs> well area. let me give you a stat to back that up the first <laughs> shot in the match came after exactly 20 minutes which was the second longest wait for an attempt in any World Cup match since 1966 wow. it was just weird from South Korea because I expected them to come out of the blocks and just have a crack at them but they just didn't they, they were disappointed they, they, they were settling they were. for a draw mm. from the first whistle it's it, just weird right, we, do we still because they thought Germany are easy picking yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we still judge South Korea based on their 2002 team and expect Possibly. them to be really energetic well we Harry? shouldn't do well, because we judge, well we judge on the fact that we they, shouldn't they've, do, they've, they've got um, a really good footballing son mm. but they don't have you know Harry Kane and Dele Alli and all those yeah, players around exactly. the reason why we shouldn't is because in 2014 they didn't win a match Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> much like England. Um, but the, but they did look disappointing, and Son was was very disappointed himself, and said, "You know, I, I didn't inspire the, the side or, or anything." Well, he was just doing a lot like of tracking that. back, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, had a, a lot of time. he had a couple of moments, of one or two sort of textbook runs. But mm. um, Sweden should have been ahead earlier. That miss from Berg. I mean, the keeper made a good save, mm. but there's no way he should be making that. Save. It would have been the first goal from a Marcus at the tournament. It would have been. I and thought Rashford was gonna, and that's why I feel for you badly because yeah. Like, yeah. you should have buried that. The Marcus yeah. Union are hurting. The Mark yeah. I will get off the. Yeah. <laughs> You think, you, uh, Rashford will probably get a, get a chance uh, next time around. I would have You'd thought. You'd hope so. A Grandvist, uh, Grankvist, uh, yeah. sorry, the the, the Swedish uh, uh, former Wigan man as well. He, he's only thirty three. He's been around for a long time. He was born at the bottom of a hill, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but, uh, but, the, but the penalty was, of course, awarded by VAR. Um, but he came uh, the oldest man since uh, St. Martin Palermo at the age of 36 in 2010 to score on a World Cup debut. I mean, that's not that long ago, but a mensch for Palermo is always nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the miracle. Could he, could, he be, could he be helicoptered in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Sweden did look the better side. They know their game plan, which yeah. is... The same game plan when, when they're ever at a tournament, you know, but you know your plan, you know your limitations, you know your strengths. They were in a group with France, the Netherlands, in qualifying, beat Italy, of course, in, in that playoff. Uh, so I wonder if, you know, we, and the thing is, they've got Germany next. 
Germany, who are bottom of the group, by the way. Uh, um, yeah, okay. You're not going to qualify in bottom, Germany. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but I wonder, with Sweden, who have got a win under their belts, they don't need to go out and win that game against Germany. They can sit in and be dogged and determined. Don't give Germany a win. That's the most important yeah. thing. <laughs> well, if Germany... You know, a point there for Sweden. Uh, if mm. they can, if they would love, they take that all day long against Germany. You know, they can set up like Tunisia did against England. We're talking yeah. about these sides, does, Iceland against does Argentina. Does that mean we need to finish second then? I'll I'll just, <laughs> I don't worry about that. But I'm just saying it's interesting. These little narratives mm. now creating. Sweden are eight to one to beat Germany in the next game. Oh. Ten pound with bet three six five returns. Uh, Ninety pounds if those Swedes compile more misery on our German cousins. Mm. Well, Ed Lindelof withdrew from the side on the morning of the match due to illness. So mm. hopefully he can probably caught that off Mesut Özil. Do, sort that out, do you, yeah. guys, you guys want a, um, group. a quick Diego? Maradona update always uh, do, do, do we dare do we dare you don't know what he's doing with yeah. that what I'm going to do run it past Pete first all I'm going to do is read the first paragraph of a BBC story that's all I need to do all right. and maybe a couple of bits in there um, Argentina legend Diego Maradona says the team's draw with Iceland was a disgrace <laughs> and warned manager George Sampaoli he can't come back to Argentina playing like that <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he followed up by saying, I get the feeling there's an anger at the heart of the team. <laughs> and at your heart, Diego. Yeah. yeah. You have an angry bin for a heart. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't blame the players. Bin, I could blame the lack of work rate, but I can't blame the players, much, le- uh, much less Messi, who gave it all he had. He just basically doesn't like Sam Powell. Yeah, 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 that's right. Thermos head. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there we are. And Argentina play Croatia next as well. Yes. Not going to get any easier for them. Certainly not, Luke Moore. Certainly. This is brilliant. Isn't yes. It? I'm having a little moment. It's so good. Oh, right. Shall we talk a little bit about today's matches? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Colombia against Pete Donaldson's Japan, as they're now known. I did turn up to the uh, match last night in a Japan show because I knew I had oh. to run across town uh-huh. and it was the most breathable fabric I had. It's the, in sweat- it's the sweatiest <laughs> thing you can wear. What do you mean? mean? It's the sweatiest thing you can wear. It's a football, a football shirt. Exactly. Football shirt, it? it's, it's designed to draw sweat from your body. Nah. No, yeah, but he had his mean? armpits laid. That's why you had a five metre radius around you. <laughs> he had his armpits laid. The there was a guy um, there last night, I forget his name, who uh, he was wearing a Bayern Munich jumper. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was jumper, jumper one, Bayern Munich. To be, I, I said this to him, and then he said, oh, I, I took it off for the match. He said it, the reason why he was wearing his Bayern Munich jumper was because it was the only football y thing he had. Oh. <laughs> Turn up nice. in your boots, mate. Yeah, he did have, he did have shin pads on. <laughs> that. Love that. Love that. Well, yes, Colombia against Japan. Falcao. Yeah. Finally, we get to see him at a World Cup, which oh, we missed out last time. Yeah. And, and of course, James Rodriguez will hopefully be fit. I think there was uh, concerns over his fitness. We want to see those two linking up. Oh, 100%. We want to see... Uh, but not against see... England if we get him in the second round. Certainly, certainly not. <laughs> Cadrado, we want to see him running at people. Yeah. And do we want to see David Ospina spilling a few? No. No. Oh, no, no. I like Colombia. No, I, we, we like the Colombia. Birdman as well. I want to see the Burma. We like Colombia until they beat England, as you say. Uh, but uh, but we want to see one of their dancey celebrations, I think. Yeah. I tend not to like the dancey celebrations, but when the Colombians are all in unison, like the Ghanaians did in uh, 2010, maybe 2006, mm. uh, enjoyable. We, we want yeah. some South American flair, which has lacked so far, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's true. We're not seeing an awful lot of that. We've got no Chile, have we? That's why. Yeah. Chile, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. We saw a bit of Brazilian. A little yeah. bit of, of it from Brazil, yeah. Nearly fact, yeah. from Peru. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uruguay didn't quite bring it either. Japan and Colombia have got a bit of history. Remember they, uh, Columbia went through when Japan didn't uh, after, was it 4-1 in the They last played each other yeah. in the, the group. Yeah, it was yeah. a 4-1. I think... Uh, Japan had a chance to get out of the group. They didn't. Um, Jackson Martinez might have got a couple mm. that day. Um, Poland are playing Senegal. Yes. This is an interesting one, because what? the yeah. Poles qualified quite well. 
And Senegal, they've got some players. There's, there's no doubt about that. They've got that. some quality in there, and it'll be interesting to see how they can, uh, if they can come to the fore. Mm. Um, I've heard this suggestions. is a fun group. It, it, it is a fun group. To this. There's, there's, there's some suggestions that Poland, they've got one or two players in there are quite old now. Looks like they lack a bit of pace. And that's not what you want when you've got Sadio Mane up, uh, no. lining up against you. Uh, and uh, what I did enjoy, um, the, the Senegal manager, Aliou Cisse, the former Birmingham Portsmouth player, of course. Yeah, he didn't play Portsmouth for very long. Oh, just a mensch. I think it was one season. Yeah. Be happy yeah. with the mensch. Uh, he was very much uh, going on about how good Mane is. And he said, Sadio Mane is a unique player and he cannot be compared to any other Senegal player, even <laughs> the major ones we've had in the past. They've had actually one. Saidu Keita, that's some good players. He but said, on the Poland front, do you think they'll play? Oh, sorry, go on. Go well, on. I was going to say, he said, Senegal isn't only about Sadio Mane. He has a good team built around him. And I think it should be a little plus for him that we're all behind him. Mm. You said it's not all about him. And then you said, well, we're all behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Sadio Keita was, uh, was a Malian player, should be pointed out. Oh, oh my true. goodness. Yeah, mm. absolutely right. Um, they've, got some good, they've got some good players. Keita Balde, obviously sorry. highly rated. Yeah. Um, I'm getting my Keita's mixed up. Idr- yeah. Idrissa Gay, um, obviously of, of Everton. Couple of um, other, obviously check out Kiate as well. We, we'll be playing like yeah. Um, but po- Poland, do they, am I right in saying they play with Lewandowski and Milik up front? They start both players. Do they? Like, so, they, they have done for right. <laughs> that's that's not research. <laughs> I, I think I think against their most their most recent warm up game was against Lithuania. And I think both of them started. Um, but some of those players like um, Blasiuszkowski and um, Piszczek, and obviously they're a lot older now. Yeah. Those those um, Borussia Dortmund legends, if you like. Um, they're they're older now. I mean, I think Bla- yeah. I think Blazikowski will win his 100th cap in the game if he plays. He might well do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and obviously they've got a few players here and there. Chesney, of course, will, is, is a decent goalkeeper. I mean, the thing, I always look at this. I'm looking at this in context of who I think England will go through now. So who England could play? And I think I would probably rather play Poland than Senegal or Colombia. I think. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. Mm. Well, when asked about Lewandowski, Cisse said, "We've no particular plan to stop him. Just a collective plan to beat Poland." Yeah, that's fair. Well, this is the thing, you know, and and this is a theme that's and these themes sort of come up organically throughout the tournament. And you look at, um, and we've talked a lot about key players, highlight highlight real players playing for different countries who are getting treatment, who are getting covered, who are getting double marked, and it's the responsibility of the other players to come to the fore. And you and you could say exactly the same thing we've said about Messi and with Neymar about Lewandowski for Poland, Mm. and you could say it about Harry Kane in England. Mm. If Harry Kane's getting getting uh, hugged, yeah, I don't want to go back to the England thing wholesale, but. A referee, I don't think, can win you or lose you a game. Really, he hasn't got the power to do that. But those other England players need to take the chance. Quite, but if he's going to if he's going to continue to ignore Harry Kane getting fouled over and over again, the other players <clears> can be weak about it and say, "Oh, that's an excuse to to go home and not do anything," or they can use it to their advantage and say, "Look, if if Harry Kane is going to be marked by two or three players, we need to exploit that space." Absolutely, and, right. and that's what Poland will have to do if, if if Lewandowski gets the treatment and players like Milik will have to step up and do to that. To be honest, Lewandowski he's looked a little bit leggy towards the, the end of the season. I, I'd be interested to see what happens here. I hope he has a good tournament. But his goal scoring record, Marcus, though, even at international level, is incredible. Well, okay, I'm and, sure he'll. And, uh... and he's got something like 150 goals in his last four seasons at mm-hmm. Bayern Munich. Yeah, I'm still not convinced. 41 last year. What's he won? Yeah, it's not too shabby, is it? Well, uh, Russia are playing Egypt today. That'll be. The second game. Yeah. So we can stop this. Well, I can stop this. It's the first game. You business. can start drawing some conclusions. I, you better bloody well draw some conclusions, Marcus Spiller, because I'm sick of your excuses. Right. Yeah. Well, Mo Salah will hopefully be fit. Well, he needs to play. Hopefully. Yeah, but if he's yeah. they crocked, have to, they have to risk it. If he's crocked, mm. he shouldn't be in the squad. Yeah. They should be giving that to a healthy player. He's there as a calculated risk, so I think they're going to take that risk now. Egypt need a win. 
Yeah, you can't lose your first. If you lose your first game, you're in big trouble. They have to roll the dice. I tell you go. what, though, the hosts. The, the, you know, we're worried about them before the tournament. I win, yeah, and they're through to the next round. Feels like forever ago. Most likely. Game. Good yeah. example, similar to Belgium. That Russia had a brilliant first game, but they've come up against nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely. So we'll find nothing. out what, what they're made of. Indeed, Luke. What is our best bet? Yeah, it's time for a best bet. I um, I said I'll be peppering these shows with best bets, didn't I? Well, my England bet didn't quite come off because um, that because slug, of the referee, that slug of a referee, <laughs> and. Combined with Carl Walker, yep. uh, yeah. meant that we were drawing at half time with Tunisia before going on to win. But do not fail because I uh, do not fail. Do not worry because there's a well, don't fail as I'll well. Fail. Yeah. Um, there's another best bet around the corner. I've gone for both teams to score in Portugal v Morocco at eleven to ten. Oh, Ronaldo's um, men need a, they need a goal. I think they showed they deserve more than they got against Iran. I think we can mm-hmm. agree. Portugal were probably flattered by how well Cristiano Ronaldo played. Yep. I still think they could concede. I think they've got weak areas in their team. Both sides re- actually need a win. It's strange to yes. think after Portugal's Quite. Wins, but they need a win. So it should be open. So both teams to score um, in Portugal v Morocco, 11 to 10. £50 a bet, 365. It has £105, including stake, should both teams hit the net. Um, all proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. Um, and you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. Uh, for more information, go to begamblerware.org. Keep a lookout for that. We're looking for a winner. Winner. Winner, winner. Check it tonight. Damn right, Pete Donaldson. Right, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. We're all off for a little siesta before the matches because there are some tired faces in yeah. the studio. <laughs> but we will be back tomorrow, of course. Absolutely right, Luke. Absolutely. The World right. Cup feels like already that it's never going to end. Of course. And on Wednesday, yeah, we've got on the continent. Indeed, we'll be back on the continent on Wednesday, so don't miss that. Uh, yes. James Horncastle uh, in the studio with Marcus and I, and some people on the phone that I haven't quite decided yet, but they'll be <laughs> exciting and they'll be in Russia, so it'll be good. Yeah, whoever picks up. Yeah, basically, I'll, I'll dial out numbers. If someone picks up, great. <laughs> That's it. Marcus's That's it. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Is your dad in Russia again? Uh, he said he wasn't. Corruption charges. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, is he uh, set blatter? Might be uh, uh, which game is he going to be? Portugal, Iran. Yeah. Is, it, is it Portugal going to be there? He's going yeah. to Portugal, he's got, Morocco. He's got a stand. He's got a standing invite from Vladimir Putin. That's right. Uh, even though he's banned from all football activities, but as, as someone said in the WhatsApp group earlier, you can't keep a good man down. <laughs> you cannot keep a good man down. Speaking of which, Harry Kane, you can't keep him down. Damn just, right. Despite referee corruption at the highest level. <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me and London. London, goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.